When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation? How are we doing? It is Arthur Motes, Wesley Eula, and it is time for the Steelers Blitz right here on Steelers Nation Radio. And this is right after Easter weekend, so we hope that everybody enjoyed themselves there. But more importantly, as it always is, it's Steelers news and it's Steelers content to talk about. So between the decade of NFL experience and the amazing head of hair, we're going to have some fun today. So with that being said, how are you doing? My partner in crime, the one and only Wesley Euler. Ah, fantastic, Arthur Motes. It's a, uh, another day closer to the NFL draft here. We got mm-hmm. some movement and shaking going on. And listen, it's early in the week, okay? It's only Tuesday. But from the way the last couple days have been and from the way the rest of the week looks, I don't, I don't want to jinx it, Arthur Motes, but... This could be one of the best Pittsburgh April weather weeks ever. I mean, it's been it's been seventy in a good spot right now. It's been seventy and sunny, and it's supposed to continue the whole week and into the weekend. If that actually happens, whoo! Talk about an Easter miracle. I mean, normally this time normally this time of year, you're still wearing the winter coat to Christmas on Easter. So, so this has been fantastic. Yes, it has been, man. And did you have a good Easter, by the way, since this is my first time seeing yeah. you and talking to you since then, man? Yeah, yeah. we did. Nice Easter. Um, sister came home, you know, just for the weekend from college. Uh, my mom and dad are actually in Europe right now on a uh, on a much deserved vacation together. Out. Yes. Let's go. You know, you could tell they're empty nesters now because they're hey, like, love hey, it, we're, man. we're disappearing to Europe for 10 days. See ya. So um, so my parents left Monday morning for for Europe. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so it was nice, you know, kind of just being able to spend the afternoon with, with my sister who we haven't seen a ton of, you know, cause she's in her freshman year of college. Um, mm. and my parents who are going to be gone for the next couple weeks. Um, uh, so it was, it was great. I, uh, had some ribs going on the smoker, did some salmon Ooh. on the smoker as hey well now, too. Hey now. 
Got that Costco mac and cheese, which the real ones bruh, know. It's the best yo, mac bro. and cheese in the game. Extra cheesy too. You know what they on. Let's get so it. So it was it was a it was a it was a lovely Easter. Olivia did her first Easter egg hunt stuff, you know. So nice, terrified nice. of the Easter bunny, right? Which is a rite of passage, I feel like, for all like one, two year olds. Like you gotta get petrified by the <laughs> Easter bunny at some point in your life. Well, check. She had uh she had her moment this weekend. So uh so it was good, partner. I hope it was fun for you guys as well. No, without a doubt, man. Had a blast, man. Just was able to kick it, man. Cook out a little bit. We did wings and tri-tips over here, man. So Ooh, tri-tip. Definitely, definitely had a blast with it, man. But, um, you know, with that being the case, man, we did have some moving and shaking going on, not just in the Steelers world, but in the AFC North, man. Some headline stuff, man. So let's tap in with the most important. Oh, I love starting with some headlines. The moves, which was the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers did sign Armand Watts, former starting nose tackle, D lineman of the Chicago Bears, of the Chicago Bears. But before that, he was a draft pick to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, excuse me. Where, where's Lizzo? Minnesota Vikings. Ah, that's star. That's Star Wars actress Lizzo for you now as oh, well oh, too. Oh, excuse me, I'll put some respect on yeah, all. Of I was watching watching that watching that new episode of The Mandalorian last week, and Lizzo Ooh, pops onto the screen, and I was like, "Oh, I was respect. laughing to myself." Respect. I was Minnesota Viking. Hey, every single time, you know that. But um, when you talk a little bit about Armand Watts, man, this is a dude that uh, last season played in seventeen games, started twelve of them. His last season in Minnesota started nine games out of 17. And then prior to that, man, played in 16 games and then played in seven games as a rookie. But the productivity was there also, man. Um, When you look at him throughout his career thus far, eight career sacks, 125 total tackles. But when you watch him on tape, the intriguing part is this. I think that he is one of those guys that does provide you with some disruption I think he does play the run really well, but he also gives you a little bit in the pass rush, more so on the effort side than per se being elitely skilled. But when you talk about his effort from a guy that size, that's how he's able to have some of that impact in terms of the pass rush. But more importantly, when you talk Armand to me, man, it starts with him just getting after the uh, the the run, you know, reestablishing mm-hmm. that line of scrimmage and stuff like that. He does that on a consistent basis from some of the tape that I have watched on him. But um, if you could, though, man, just talk a little bit about your thoughts on Armand Watts, man, the sign in. And if you like the move. Yeah, man, I think you just touched on it there, honestly. And, and isn't that kind of feel like the theme of the offseason is reestablishing the line? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think. This signing and and now that obviously the bigger picture is coming into focus, like that has clearly been a priority from Omar Khan, from Andy Weidel. We could talk about whoever's in charge of that was, you know, is some of that the Weidel influence from Philadelphia where they've won a lot recently, you know, been to two Super Bowls playing that kind of way, just just bullying teams on the offensive and defensive line. Um Reinforcing the line has been the theme of this offseason, the, the offense and the defense. And, and maybe this is kind of, um, the final move of that draft aside, right? I mean, we I think we all believe that they could certainly add there. 17 uh, overall offensive lines a real possibility. Maybe they add another um, a louder milk or a Leal type player on day two or day three. But for Armand Watts, um, it's it's another one of those, man, it feels like they really are ramping up that priority, not to only reinforce the line, but to be able to run the football and be able to stop the run. 
Um, you know, the Steelers feel like they can dictate everything else they want if they can run the football and they can stop the run, as do a lot of t- I mean, the Steelers are not alone. They're not unique, unique, excuse me. Let's say that five times fast. I'm about unique, to say, get it out now. New York, unique New York. Um, but Motsi, that is that's been part of the Steelers DNA for for a long time. And when the Steelers have been at their best as a franchise, they've been able to run the football on offense. They've been able to stop the run on defense and they've been able to dictate everything else from there, uh, including getting after your quarterback and including usually having a quarterback and some playmakers who can who can gate who can gash you for some big plays once they lull you to sleep by by running the football all over the place. So I like Armand Watts. He's still young. He just turned 26 years old. Um you know, has has had a couple years in the NFL now where he hasn't been crazy productive. I mean, obviously, that's why he's going to be on his third team in, thir- right. in three years. But you're also not starting with someone who who has really no body of work. You know what I mean? Uh, as you mentioned, he's played games. I mean, he's got eight sacks over the last two seasons. Uh, or I mean, sorry, the, six sacks production. over the last two seasons. And that's my seasons. thing. The, the production yeah. is there. 80 just... tackles and six sacks over the last yeah. two seasons. Yeah, I mean, that's Seriously, nice like, that's some, that's some production right there, man. And we yeah. know, we talk about that element a lot in the sense of, I don't care always about how athletic or the intangibles a guy has. When you cut the tape on, does he make plays? Right. I don't care if it doesn't pass the eyeball test, it doesn't make plays. And Armand is one of those guys that he makes plays. And you can see some of the potential there, which is why he started 12 games last season, because he is capable of giving you some quality snaps and being a guy that you can depend on, so to speak. Sure, but at sure. the same time, the shortcomings that he has is his lack of consistency. When you talk about, you know, five plays, three of them being really good, two of them not so good. That is the difference between you being a starter in this league and you being a depth guy slash turn it into a journeyman, so to speak, in terms of having multiple stops in a short span of time. Sure, That's sure. the part for him where I want to see, can Armand actually get more consistent? Can he build upon the successful season that he just came off of? Because that was his best season as an individual. When you talk about the amount of starts, the amount of playing time in the role. Now, yeah, he had more sacks his last season in Minnesota, but they were asking him to do a little bit different things in terms of the the attacking front that he was in over there versus in Chicago. But for me, that's what I want to see with Armand. Now that you're going to be here around guys like Cam Hayward, guys like Larry Joby, these guys have been doing it for a while in this league. You're going to see TJ Watt. It's not far. You know what I mean? He's right in the next room. You're going to see how those guys work, the consistency that they bring every single day, not just on the field, but in the weight room, in the classroom. Are you going to be able to pick up on that and ultimately add that to your game so that way you can really tap into some of the potential that shows on tape because you can see some of the flashing, but he just has to do it on a more consistent basis. Certainly does. And I mean, that's, you know, you, you've talked about this before too, that, I mean, that's half the battle of longevity in this league, right? Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't just have to have the physical tools, but you've got to be able to consistently perform. A big part of that is the mental aspect of the game as well too. Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, it's, it's a nice situation to be in. You, you mentioned some of the guys, the veterans on that defense, the future hall of famers on that defense, the mm-hmm. NFL defensive player of the years on that defense, a balance Depot. of veterans, Depot. Uh, a balance mm-hmm. of, of veterans who have, who have, I mean, really done it all in this league and cam Hayward and, and Patrick Peterson, um, a guy, guys who were right in their prime, like Minka and TJ Watt guys who are still you know, playing really good football, but ascending yeah. like an Alex Highsmith, 
Um, I mean, it's it's a it's an exciting group there on defense, and it already was obviously. But uh, you bring in some veterans now. You've brought in some young guys now. You've added defensive linemen and linebackers, and in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that's a, a part of this too. We've talked about this with some of the additions on defense maybe other than Patrick Peterson, who I think we expect to perform at a high level for a lot of these guys. It's, it's not, we like the Steelers aren't asking them to come in and be all pros or be pro bowlers or be the best at their position in the, in the, in the division. This is going to be a lot of, we've got a clear defined role for you. Here's what we're asking you to do. If you take care of this job with, with, with the guys that we have around you and the guys we have behind you, we're, we're going to be a nasty defense. And I think Armand Watts will certainly have his hand in that pile. And man, you talk about competition a lot too, Motsi, right? I mean, you know, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, about a month from now when we start getting into OTAs and minicamp, you talk a lot about how you, you always loved, like you, you want competition to be there at every position, Absolutely, man. you know, and, and maybe right. Like, except for during the Ben Roethlisberger <clears throat> era in quarterback, right? Because we knew no one was competing with big Ben anyways. And, the, and they were never really trying to have that as a possibility in the first place, but at every right. other, at every other position on the field, Arthur Motes wants competition. You and, better uh, believe it. And I'm and I'm with you because that's I mean that's iron sharpening iron that's the sense of urgency that is that's that that is everything that you want and man I think you've really got that on defense now particularly at the defensive line you've mm-hmm. still got young guys coming through the system like Leal and Loudermilk who I mentioned a, a, a couple minutes ago that are trying yeah, to carve Loudermilk out their roles is almost like the forgotten guy so to speak I man. mean like it's, right it's crazy you, man they traded up to go get that. You've yeah. got Ogan Joby. They traded. You're right. They traded to to get mm-hmm. uh, Louder Milk, a guy that they identified. Um, you know, you've added to the linebacker position now as well too, and Landon Roberts and and and, and Cole uh, Holcomb, right? Holcomb, Holcomb, yeah, Holcomb, 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 Holcomb horns. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's there's really going to be some competition at training camp on the defensive side of the football for hey. We know everyone's got their hand in the pile and, and everyone's here is going to get their opportunities and is going to get their snaps. But who's starting first team? Who's getting the majority of those snaps? Um, they, I think, have some real depth, some real competition on that defense. Again, from from young guys who are still on their rookie contract, they're trying to prove they belong in this league. Guys like Armand Watts, who have been in the league now for a few years mm-hmm. and want to to have that long career and play for another six, seven, eight years, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a it's a good balance. It's a good blend there too that I think that they're they're cooking with on defense. Yeah, and I think it's a necessary blend, man. I think it's something that when you're talking about building a championship team, when you're talking about trying to have a team that is good, like you said, from top to bottom, this is how you do that. Every signing can't be a pro bowler or pro caliber guy. Some of these signings you have to look at and just simply say, this guy can push this guy. And this guy right here that he's pushing is either going to take his game and tap into that potential that we think he's truly capable of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or this new guy is going to come over here and ultimately take that spot. And that's one of the things that when you're talking about getting the best or the most from your players, this is how you do it. When you feel like I can't be complacent because Armand Watts is coming in here who just started 12 games, that's significant. That is a positive for this group right here. And especially at this stage in their development, we're still a very young team. We do not have a ton of leadership when you're talking about just this team as a whole. We don't have a lot of 10-plus-year guys. 
we don't have a lot of seven plus year guys. Right. Like like we you talked know? about. I mean, you're other than Cam Hayward, you're you're two Seriously, leading man. you're two leading servicemen in uh in Edmonds and Sutton are are, are now out yeah. the door. Yeah. So in that vein, the way that you figure out how to survive, the way that you figure out how to grow is through competition, is through iron sharpening iron. And that is the the beauty of what Omar Khan and Andy Weidel have been able to do building up this roster throughout the trenches and more importantly throughout this free agency period. Like I said, these weren't a ton of make you feel good, bring the big smile type signings. These were the ones where you're like, yo, this is where the bills get paid. You know, Correct. this is how you Correct. win right here. You got to have this part taken care of first. But once again, it does put us in a beautiful position when you talk the draft, because this is just another veteran piece that gives you comfort. It gives you the ability to not have to jump or reach for certain players to sure. fill a positional need. Now you're able to truly say, where is the best player available based on my needs right now? And go from there, because this does alleviate some of that pressure that we were talking about two weeks ago when we're looking at the interior part of our D-line and saying, where is our nose tackle? Well, now we have a Braden Fioku. Now we have a Armand Wise. These are two dudes that have started a lot at this level, man. And that, like I said, man, is a really, really good uh, situation for us to be in. No, it it completely is. And, you know, there were times last year when, when you were a little thin in that area. Um, mm-hmm. that's not going to be the case. I mean, knock on wood, right? Barring some just insane run of injuries to the defensive line. Now, I mean, that feels like I would say maybe the position group that we're most confident in the depth. Um, you know, we talk about how we still, and maybe offensive line as well too. We nah, talk nah, about nah, how so you, you know it's got to be guard now. Come on now. It's true. All that money it's, it's, tough, on them guards. Be, it's tough to be guard. That's true. <laughs> right now, you you got you got hey. hopefully four guys on this roster that can really That's play at the, say, at, the, at the guard position. Shoot, That's tough four. To beat. We got in the fifth one that started sixteen games. <laughs> Think about that. A lot of teams in the NFL yeah. would uh, would be willing to swap situations with that yeah. for sure. But you know, we we've talked about you'd you'd still like to add at wide receiver. Maybe you'd still like to add at offensive tackle. Um, yeah, potentially a third hand in that pile. Uh, with with TJ Watt and with Alex Highsmith. We I think we all know that they're gonna add a defensive back somewhere in the draft. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not a pick 17, but they're gonna add a defensive back somewhere in the draft. 32. Probably gonna add, <laughs> probably gonna add an off-ball linebacker as well, too, somewhere there yeah. in, in the draft to, to go with the guys that you just brought in. Um, you know, it's it's a group, the defensive line, though, that I don't think unless there is a situation where it's truly you're sitting there at pick 32. And the guy who's 17th on your big board is a defensive lineman and still there. Or you're sitting there at 49 and the guy who's 33rd on your big board is a defensive lineman and, and still sitting there. Uh, barring a situation like that, um, it feels like, man, the Steelers have really they've checked all the boxes of bringing in some veterans there. Or, or maybe just retaining a guy like Larry Ogunjobi is the better way to put that. And then supplementing now with with some younger guys. You've still got DeMarvin the, the Leal entering his second year. Isaiah Loudermilk in his third year, looking to looking to kind of a, a prove-it year for him. It's a lot of nice options there. I, I really do think um, that, again, now that you're getting close to draft day, just a couple weeks here, I think you can really bump defensive line down to the bottom of that list. Like you said, maybe right next to offensive guard is those kind of kind of at the, at the bottom of your list there. Right. I'm over here like, yeah, I don't need to see us take a guard or interior D lineman right now, man. We nah. are good. Hey, we there's are good someone right in the now, sixth man. round, maybe out of James yeah. Madison that you think is going to have a nice yeah, you know, uh, decade long career. 
right? Sure. Or if it, if there's like, a WU guy that you can get in the sixth, then then, then cool, all right? But you know, other than that, a, yeah, we a, are good. If there's an Arthur Motes out there in the sixth round, yeah, go ahead and take him. We'll, we will take that, certainly. But, I mean, yeah, pick 32, pick 49, you leave Motesy hanging on the couch for a few more days, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, no, no rush, no rush, no rush, man. But, no, that is the beauty of uh, this signing there right here, man. So I do like that a lot. But that's not the only move that was made in the AFC North. We do got to <gasps> go talk about what the opposition decided to do. And how much it cost. But don't touch that dial. It is Arthur Motes. It is Wesley Euler. And this is Steelers Nation Radio. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.